Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you do subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast to keep the show going? Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few tasks by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com and keep Block Talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. The final idol bracelet is made as a throne challenge leads to an epic downfall. It's time to talk all things Survivor 43. And joining me is the oldest living twink in captivity, Twinkie Boots. How are you? Hi. <laughs> I really need to change my tagline to that. I don't know why I haven't. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone but, keeps oh, getting younger funny. and you still look the same. I don't, I don't know how. <laughs> like, did you sign a deal with the devil? Like, what did you do? I think I did. I think it's just... Um, uh, uh, working at Disney. That, that's My, that's possible. That's very. This possible. was me motioning. If 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 you could see on your camera. My roommate just walked through half clothed and was like, "Oh, you're recording," and I'm like, "Oh, it's we're only on video for this. Like, it's an That's audio." But so listeners, it's you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh- <laughs> um, I mean, to be fair, most of the time, if you do see Twinkie Boots out in public, there are no clothes involved. Right. It's it's very little involved anyway. Much like if <laughs> if and when I'm ever on Survivor. Well, speaking of being <laughs> on Survivor, you have played a a couple games. Um, uh, similar to a experience like Survivor, but um, out in actual nature. Yes, I have. I have. I have. <laughs> I'm currently wearing a buff from the most recent game that I played, which, which you did not win. I didn't. I didn't. But you don't know that. <laughs> it's, not fair. it's not fair. That's not that. That this is the game. You. I don't know that you know I played. Oh, okay. Me. I thought. Oh, I was talking about the other one. Oh, I don't think I, I know that. I was like, we don't know any, like the, the cast hasn't even been approved or put out for that. That's why, like, if you zoom in, you can't even see what. Oh, interesting. I folded it to what just says Survivor. So. Well, I mean, speaking of these live games, um, you did post something that there's uh, one, one of the ones that you did is doing another season. Um, yes. And I'm, I'm toying with it. Should I do it? I think you should. I think if, if you're playing around with doing one, especially with being the reality fan that you are, Mm-hmm. It's a good game to play because it's done in a different style. Like not every round is done in the same gameplay method. So right. like every round it's with doubt, it switches up to like one of the rounds is like survivor based. And one of the rounds goes into like a big brother, like mode of play where you're getting ahead of household and nominations and doing all of this. And so every round is completely different. So it keeps you on your toes. And I, just did not have the mental capacity the day that we played that game because we only it was a day game the the first season the second season they're actually spreading it out over a couple of days Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it'll be a little less fast paced with day one I was just like I'm so fried I've had no sleep and I left my apartment at 3 a.m to be here I'm just fried and so I just was not there mentally to play it 
but I think it's I think it's a game you would really enjoy. Well, you you and I will chat offline about the specifics of it and like the application. If I should put your name or anything, whatever. Um, but I did read the application, and there's one thing on there um, that says if you were a real housewife, what would your tagline be? Can I can I pitch one to you? Yes, of course. <laughs> um, I'm all sweet and nice until you cross me. Then you get blocked. <laughs> I'm, I, I like it. I think, I think it would work. I think definitely throwing in like the, the sassy, you get blocked. Of mm-hmm, course, mm-hmm. of course, <laughs> if, of course, yes. I, we'll workshop I it. We'll workshop message. it. I approve this message. All right. Let's talk Survivor 43. That's what we're here for. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on the season so far? Um, so I'm a little like, I'm a little lost almost to like who I'm rooting for because it kind of switches from episode to episode. Yeah. And I feel like this is a roller coaster where we who were like starting low and then we're high and then we're back to low. This episode was not great. Right. This episode, it felt like there was a lot of exposition for one tribe that then didn't, I was like the way that they're editing this, clearly we're going to lose one of the five of them because they are taking up the, the brunt of this episode. Like and we then, do not go to the Red Tribe at all at this all. episode. We at see all. them at the challenge and that's it. And I was like, um, okay. And well, they, they were November focus, going home. Yeah, they were a big focus of the early episode. So I, I'm, I'm very confused what the story we're going to be leading into the merge next week. Uh, I'm very, very confused as to what will happen, which may actually be a good merge season because- Right. No one knows what the fuck happened. Right. Like, we've had so much development of the four that are remaining on the Red Tribe to then not have anything left of them for the, like, like not given anything of them at all this episode. It was kind of like, oh, either we're being thrown off that one of them is the potential, like, the one that's going to win, or Mm -hmm. we are giving, like, one of the yellow people an option of being that winner since we've gotten so much of them this episode but let's be real it's gonna be someone from blue and her name is carla she's gonna win oh i love carla i love her I, so I do i really hope like she is kind of my shan this, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. season so i'm afraid that she's gonna fall down that same route because like kai was my my or hi was my my mm-hmm. my Shan from last season. So I was like, I hope that they're not gonna fall in that same slot <laughs> in the end well, of the lineup. Let's go through this episode because I think going through it may actually help our case for Carla. Yes. It's night nine and it was a drain tribal. Lindsay went home as it was originally going to be four votes on Geo, but then Lindsay spiraled and got paranoid and Sayonara, sister. Everyone voted for Lindsay except for whoever voted for Cassie, and that stunk her. Um, so she's going to say it's time for a, a little late night air cleaning. Ryan will ask the group if anyone wants to talk or has any questions, and Cassie's like, "Yeah, whoever wrote my name wants to talk." And Ryan's like, "I can walk and talk, even though it wasn't me." Why is he doing this? Like, he doesn't want to be the person who write it down to feel a certain way. So Cassie's like, "Why doesn't that person just talk to me?" Yeah, very pointed. Like. There's there's a lot of strange gameplay that I feel like is happening from the Blue Tribe right now, except for Carla. 
<laughs> yes. Literally everyone else is kind of just like, I'm going to give you every bit of information that I possibly can, but it's going to be something that's I'm telling you so that you don't go to this person. Right. And it's just like that all that, that would make me want to do as a player is like, just confront that person immediately <laughs> or say, I'm never going to work with you. I'm going to go to the people who are telling me like anything at all, rather than being like, well, it wasn't me, but I will talk to you. Thank you. It's time to choose your battles, Cassidy. She just wants to go after whoever voted for her. So Gio will go on a stroll with Cassidy where he says that Ryan came up with this idea that if Cassidy is going to give information, they need to put at least one vote on Cassidy just in case. Which Cassidy believes Gio is just clueless about the game as Gio and Ryan think they have the numbers, but the truth is they are in the bottom. She knows they will gun for her, so time for the revenge, which she says is a dish served cold. Um, I don't like my food cold personally, but I love <laughs> revenge. Um, and just a warning, revenge for anyone who didn't nominate me for a glam award. Watch out. I do have a podcast. Well, the funny thing is they have no fire, so everything is served cold for them right now. That's true. That is true. <laughs> um, now, Twinkie Boots, I have to believe that you nominated me for best podcast, right? Of course I did. Okay. I've, I mean, the amount of times I've been on it, it's it's the only podcast I really know. I mean, I nominated you for best burlesque and oh. for best group. Oh, yay! Duh. <laughs> now, Cassidy tells Gio that if it was Lindsay that voted for Gio and Smugly is like, you think Lindsay voted for herself? I mean, come on, man. You're not that dumb. Well, like, it's not even allowed. It's a rule. Right, which is why it's like, why is Gio <laughs> even pushing this idea? Oh, because I just don't, I don't understand like the cockiness of just like thinking you're above someone enough to play it as if, oh, I wouldn't have done that. It must have been the person that voted, like that was voted out right. that did it. Now, Gio will be smart for a moment and say he finally figures out that, yeah, Cassidy don't like you. And yeah, she won't trust you. And then seconds later, he just loses all his smarts. And he, as he tells us that he has the numbers and she can't do anything until the merge. Um, dude, you're just playing yourself, and it's really sad to watch. Like, I had hope for the homo. I I don't know what it was about like Geo. I think it might have been the first episode. I just was not very like gung-ho about him. And mm. that's put such a sour taste in my mouth for him that I was just like, I'm I don't have high hopes for you. Yeah. Well, Carla and Cassie are gonna go for a walk where she tells Carla that Geo was sassy to her. Why are we just still using the word sassy for Gio? Is it because he's gay? Probably. I, I mean, mean, you're sassy. I mean, you're like the sassy best friend. Remember those uh, YouTube videos? <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh my God, I, that should be your girl, Halloween costume. That I'm should like, be your Halloween costume. I'm like, girl, you look stunning. You should get that. <laughs> oh my God. You look snatched. What are you going to be for Halloween? Um, I. Uh, off-duty homo. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Hold on. Of I, hopefully, if everything gets here on time, as it should, I'm not going out, but I'm just going to at least, I got things to at least take a photo so it can, it can like, make me look cool that I did something. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to be the doctor. Oh. Doctor who. <laughs> Um, like, oh. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do the uh, the gender bending version of the Thirteenth Doctor, Jody. Whittaker. Are you are you gonna um, make a backdrop of the the phone booth so that you have photos to take in 
I got some ideas. I got I got some ideas what we're gonna do. Um, but I'm very excited. I love Doctor Who, which is now going to be on Disney Plus, which is the biggest serve here. Uh, what a power move! Yeah, for the fact, like I was like, I know that we're transitioning away from Survivor at the moment, but this is very exciting because I feel like by moving it to there, it's going to increase the fandom so much more that I'm so excited. It's this next season is about to be huge. It's going to be big. Um, Carla is going to say that they have to keep Geo comfortable as he has to go. Cassidy believes that the boys are the kings of the castle and they run ship, but they're just getting on their nerves. So Carla will decide soon whether it's going to be Ryan or Geo going to go first. She wants their egos to be stroked and their heads to be big because that's when people make mistakes. What an excellent social game for Miss Carla. She'll be watching. She'll be waiting. But she's going to let everyone do the dirty work. What Carla gives me very Sandra, like mental playing level. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm here for it. Like Sandra Diaz Twine, oh, just she masterful. is so. If I were to pinpoint a game that she's playing, like I would say Sandra, but she's also playing aggressively, but behind the scenes enough to be like Todd. Yeah. Like it is, it's a very, it's a it's a winning strategy, honestly. So like yes, it is a it is a winner's strategy. Like we've mm-hmm. literally just compared her to two people who have won between the two of them three times. So it's like she's doing the right things. Absolutely. It's really I, one of the best social games I've seen in a very long time. All right. Let's move over to Team Yellow, Baca. It's morning and the girlies are scheming. Ellie and Janine go for a stroll of their own where Ellie offers to take Janine's canteen so she can go idol hunting. Um, I'm shocked that they have not found it yet. It's 10 days in. How do they not find it? Um, <laughs> I mean, where it ended up being, it was, it looked like it had fallen a little bit. So it was a little like less <laughs> obvious maybe. But at the same time, like the having the way that it's described, I'm just like, it yeah. is so obviously this space. So the girls will be searching and searching. They spot a tree that lit up in Survivor Glory. Janine will go check the nooks and crannies. She pokes a hole and finds a shit ton of ants. She looks in the tree and there are more ants with the beware advantage. Now I gotta say the ants, uh, gross. Like I get it, but like, do you think there were so many because the fools left it there to rot for 10 days? <laughs> yes. I do. <laughs> like clearly it, the producers can't interfere with the game, but like this was too much. I had wondered because with it being that you have to find the six beads of all of the people, I was wondering if it had been there the whole time or not. Because then when they showed like the list of mm-hmm. six and Mariah was on there, I was like, oh, so we, we, we have had this there for a while. And I think because it's gotten wet, it was just rotting and getting all of those ants. So yeah, I, I definitely do feel like it, is, it was covered because they hadn't found it for that long. Now, Janine runs to Ellie, who hugs her hugely, and uh, they read it in the corner. And by corner, I mean the fucking well. <laughs> Not the place to do that shit. But Janine feels confident with her alliance with Ellie and Sammy with Owen, who thinks he's in the alliance, but in her mind, he's just nervous player so question mark for him oh and gabler he's next to go because he's getting on their nerves because wow we're going back to like og survivor where your feelings are more important than the actual gameplay she opens the advantage and it's like the other two with the beads um what are your thoughts on this twist i love this twist actually because for a social game 
it is much better for, especially because the players who have gotten it have all been people who have been very like socially strong as far as like, I'm able to talk to somebody and say, I need, or I, I'm just going to do this and building this and doing this or whatever. And I feel like the people who have found it on each tribe are the people who are kind of playing the most socially. I was going to say, yes, Cody's playing the most socially. Is it good? Not a fucking chance. No, but they are people who are relying more on their yes. social game. So this is something that is, if this were a challenge or if this were something like in a game that I was playing, I feel like I would have been able to a- a- accomplish this task very easily. Yeah. Um, just based on the way that I play them. I think it's a better game play than the secret phrases from last the last two seasons dumb. because so dumb. this is a little harder to pinpoint that someone has the advantage. Right. Of course, everybody has figured it out or not everybody, but a lot of people have been figured it and clued in onto what's happening. Right. But it's it's a little more understated than the obvious <laughs> I'm more confused than a goat on AstroTurf. So Janine is like, do you think everyone will give me their beat? And Ellie's like, yeah. And Janine follows it up with, will they be suspicious? And like, Ellie's like, yeah, who knows? Gleefully in her head. She's like, at least it's not me, but I had this power with me. Right. I don't like Ellie. I don't like Ellie. She's Tori. She's been, she's playing Tori's I, game. I was like, she's literally got the same job as Tori. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, as they plot their scheme, they literally say Owen's name out loud as he is rounding the corner. And this is why conspiring by the well is a major no-no. Don't do it because it is open season for anyone to come. Well, there's only so far that you're going around in this island anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, so really talking that loudly about anybody and conspiring about anybody is dangerous because... Anybody yeah. can like the amount of spy shacks and people who have hidden in little like tree nooks and various things to be able to get intel on other people. Like you should know better this far in than to talk that openly about it. Now Owen comes by and he's like, uh, "Don't tell Owen what he caught them." He's like, "Where was it?" Well, they have been caught and they have to share with Owen. And his first thought is he could mess up things. He thought that he could deny Janine his bead, go with Gabler and Sammy, and just get her out when they lose and the girls couldn't do anything about it. But Janine has no vote. And Owen has floated the idea of working with the girls as it gives him more options and opportunities moving forward as playing with Gabler is concerning as he is a wild card. If you were Owen, what do you do? I mean, Janine is the person on that tribe I would have teamed up with to begin with. Mm-hmm. I I feel like she is another social player like I would play, but also is the most, in my head, level-headed sure. of that group. And in a situation such as this game, you need someone who is not necessarily playing the entire game with their emotions, which is what Gabler and Ellie are doing and not playing super aggressively with their mind, which is what Sammy and uh, Owen are doing. So you need somebody that's playing like their, if you're gonna have a strong ally, you need somebody who's playing both emotionally and mentally, which is Mm -hmm. what Janine is doing, which of that tribe, she is my number one of that group. Owen will in fact give all of the beads to Janine as it is a symbol of trust. 
Ellie is now going to go to Sammy and be like, this is Janine's info to tell you, but screw it. I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, she's got the beware advantage. This bitch has loose lips. The fun fact about <laughs> when everyone is always like, if I go on the show, if I get an advantage, I'm never telling anybody about it. Like it will blah, blah, blah. Four people on this tribe mm-hmm. already know about it. And she hasn't even tried to start doing right. the task. And Sammy's like, where was it? And Ellie's like, in a tree. No shit, Sherlock. Sammy, though, has to act happy and pleasant about this fine, but he's been plotting against them. They all know what Janine is doing, except for Gabler, who is clueless about the current state of the game. Meanwhile, Gabler is doing his pregame warm-up, a.k.a. chilling out. (laughs) Janine will work her social game and say, if we're chilling out, I want to make a bracelet, but I want a part of each of you, so, like, can I have a bead from your bag? Um, Now, I want to offer something here. Janine is the only person who had to collect the least amount of beads. Was this fair? Um, I mean, I feel like it's this, like it's a similar situation because of the fact that when when Cody got his, was Mariah was already out, so he had to collect the same amount that Janine did. Mariah, Mariah was on yellow. Oh, right. Not Mariah. Um, already uh, yeah, forgotten yeah. her name. Already forgotten her name. Justine. She was already out, Just Justine. Right? I, I guess so, yeah. It was right afterwards. Um, but he also had the least amount of time. Yeah. yeah, it might have been on the way to that. Yeah, no, I think it was the way. Yeah, I think Janine has had the least amount of people to go for I mean, it's still a difficult task. So I sure. feel like there's not just by having one less bead to get. Mm-hmm. I would have thought that it would have meant that they had to take it out of the game. Right. Or or I'm assuming that when she found it, it already included Mariah's bead. I would hope so. Um, someone go find out for us, please. <laughs> now, Gabler will offer beads, but not the bead. He has been making a bracelet for his daughters, but the green beads are not the ticket. She's going to ask for the chunky one. And he was like, I'm going to hold on to it from my daughter. So Ellie thinks they're screwed because there's nothing in the world Gabler cares about more than his daughters. But Janine will be like, wait, okay, what if I gave you all the green back and I'll just take one? And the man's like, okay, yeah, I'll take the bait. Melted like butter. Like butter. (laughs) Janine, the artist, has the beads. And now a hidden immunity idol. And Sammy's like, well... I'm just going to break the news to Gabler so he trusts me more. Um, on the beach, Sammy shares what Gabler just did. And I thought Gabler was going to go full Hulk smash. Um, he thinks they gave her a fake idol, but no, 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 no. This was the real one. Gabler's pissed. He realizes he gave her an idol. And now with Janine protected and possibly giving it to Ellie, it's complicated the game, all thanks to handing a beat a friend to a friend. And at least he can admit he has been gotten because he's not been able to do that before. The funny thing is, his reaction here was so much like calmer than I than it would have been if this had happened like two or three episodes ago. Exactly. Because when he lost the challenge for them, he was willing to just jump on the knife and take the like roll his dice. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're acting so rash and so quickly with things that it's just like, oh, it's it's great tv because it's at least emotional and he's at least going into it but it's just so frustrating to watch as a fan because you're like you're playing this wrong don't do this yeah 
All right, the tribes arrive to the challenge where they get their first look at the new Coco. Remember them? Lindsay is out and just a whistle from Owen. No one seems to be shocked that it's the fourth woman in a row. That. Very that. Like, ugh. It's so, like, gays and women on this show, it's so frustrating anytime you see them voted out because it always just then plays into the toxic masculine image of survivor but i feel like the people who play it most strategically and the most like forward thinking are the women and the gays and so it's always so frustrating to see them go i actually thought Lindsay would go very far but it's just the the um the curse of the Lindsay name not making it 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 all right it's immunity challenge time and in this challenge four tribe members will work together to get through a series of obstacles grab a bucket full of water make their way over a giant teeter-totter and then transfer the water into another bucket when the gate is released they will roll balls up a ramp and land them on a small platform first two tribes to finish wins immunity and they are also going to be playing for a reward carps how would you do in this challenge um i don't think i would have taken the the role of the final rolling portion. I think the balance and like the navigating the, the obstacle course Mm -hmm. would have been fine. Um, I just don't know that my strength would have been ski ball necessarily. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I would say sit me out. Um, Carla Gabler sitting out as well. Um, I'm just not going to fit through those, 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 those. through the what is that what kerplunk is that what that game was where it was like all of the the like the sticks and the marbles Mm -hmm. that's what it looks like to me not i'm not gonna get through them i'm sure like they have to make it so i would be able to get through it but like nor on a normal day probably not me the best person so the challenge begins and jeff does remind us that the art department made identical obstacles of course they did because then that would be cheating and we don't play favoritism on survivor right jeffrey We're waiting. Um, it starts off fairly even until they show us Noelle almost face planting. Why do they keep showing us her almost fall multiple times? Is this all part of the overall arc of triumph for her? I feel like what they're trying to do is like really showcase how difficult it is for someone mm-hmm. who is missing a limb to compete in these physical challenges even though she's succeeding in getting through them. Yeah. They're just like, they're really wanting to give her that underdog arc. I'm not counting her out yet. That she is. Oh no. I think all four of the Red Tribe actually stand a very strong chance of winning. No, don't say that about Cody. I can't. The teeter-totter look terrifying, but so much fun. I want one. I... Oh my God. I would have not wanted to be the one holding the bucket of water. Not a chance. (laughs) (laughs) My legs would have been fine. And like the balance aspect, but I feel like I would have just been like a nervous wreck. I can barely go up and down the stairs with a cup of tea without the fear of (laughs) spilling it. Um, The first tribe to drop the gate is team blue. Ryan is going to be the one rolling the balls. Of course, Red drops the gate and we have Dwight on the balls with yellow finally dropping the gate where Sammy will play with balls. Of course, men like balls. Um, the ball moment is new for Survivor and I think it was also hard. I would be freaking out here. Like I would get so frustrated that I would probably overthrow it every single time. I thought that the, I, 
I think what would have made it a little bit more like manageable is if there would have actually been indentions for the balls to go into yeah. like they do on the the, the teeter-totter puzzle yeah. maze because as we see like if you hit it it can fall back down and you're back at square one right Dwight finds his groove first. Ryan will take the lead just as Dwight nails the second one. And um, Ryan starts to feel the pressure and Dwight will just stick it and get that giant tarp for the tribe. Meanwhile, Sammy's going to get two in a row. Ryan will have one to go and he is told by Cassidy to the aim for the right side. So he goes to the left side and knocks all his balls off. Whatever did you do that for, moron? Well, Sammy gets the last ball. They're safe. We still don't have this Ellie Gabler showdown, but alas, we'll get it soon, I'm sure. And Sammy's like, I'm going to go to Chuck E. Cheese after this one. And it's funny because he's young enough to have gone there in the last decade. <laughs> Not a joke. I Just was waiting. Right. I was waiting for some for you to comment on that with him being also 19. The fact that he's 19, he looks so much older than that. I know he does. And I'm like, oh, Lord, sir. Yeah, sir. Now, before they're sent on their way, Vessi will get to choose peeps for a journey. It will be Gio from Coco, Janine from Baca, and Jesse from Vessi. And now Ryan will tell us in confessional that at the end of the challenge, he was thinking, should I win? Should I knock the balls off? So did he officially throw the challenge? He did. He wants Cassidy off, and he is convinced this is the right move. Twinkie Boots, why? <sighs> well... As we've seen already with the last episode, when Cassidy's name comes up, she is able to get that fire off of her. And I get the the mentality that we need to get her out before she can grab more numbers from a possible merge situation. But I am not someone who subscribes to the mentality of throwing a challenge in order to get rid of somebody because inevitably it will backfire on you. And either if, if you're not out, someone from your group is out. Statistically, how many times has throwing a challenge been successful? Not I many. can't even, I can't even think of one. I mean, PG, maybe like that was sort of kind of successful, but not really in Jamie Dugan. Um, it yeah. didn't really work. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not here for throwing a challenge um, unless you know you have the numbers. And I think it's going to come back down to Carla's social game where they really thought they were insulated with Carla. Yeah. We're going to go a little bit out of order and we're going to go on a journey with our journeyers. Um, the three are going to go to an island, or so they think. First off, they have to make a pit stop on a pontoon for a rinky-dinky-dinky-dink boat. Um, why? What was the fucking point? That... Mm. Like, also, why are we changing the location each time right. for this journey? Because that first location, I think they had to change it after the first location because of how hard it was to get through the rocks. And I the also water. think it, it, it's part of, <laughs> oh, my God, if we make it different locations, are they lying? What are they going to say to their tribes? Right. But listen, still, if I have to paddle out, I'm not was... going to I'm not going to take the time to get to know anyone. I'm focused on not falling in. Right. But also, like. As we saw. <laughs> Jesse was basically paddling the whole thing by himself because literally the other two were barely sticking the oars in the water and it was like wow okay well they're never getting there 
Now, Gio is going to tell the boat that he thought he was going to be voted out, which is a lie. He feels safe with his alliance, so he's going to try to play them so they will help him out. He tells them he is scared and hopes they feel bad for him so they don't risk their vote so he can have the advantage. He's milking the moment. So is anyone going to bite? Janine not buying the underdog story. She wishes she can trust him. Jesse feels that Gio is taking the risk as his back is against the wall, but also feels Janine is there to play. Um, just look at the scars on her chin. Um, do you think she got plastic surgery to fix that? Do you think Survivor paid for it? Since the game? Yeah. Um, I don't know because I haven't like I no, normally when the season's going on, I like start to like kind of Instagram stalk everybody. Yeah. And I haven't done that for this season. So I don't know if, I mean, I'm assuming, like, I would think that she's done something to, like, kind of. Like, do you, does Survivor, like, that, help out with that kind of thing? Like, or is it like, hi, you were on there. You, you, that was your own choice. Good luck. I mean, I feel like it's part of, it would be part of a liability waiver. I like, if she so. hurt her, If she hurt herself during a challenge and yeah. also while filming the show, it should be their liability to give her the medical attention she needs. I would hope so. So they're going to get to the table where they have to decide if they will risk or play it safe. Um, the final decision is three risks. Oh, damn. They have no trust in one another. 33% chance to get the advantage. Was this the right move? Let's go through it. Um, well, Janine has an idol, so she was safe. Like she, she was risking it to try to get an extra thing, so we knew that I assumed she was going to and especially when with the comment of her saying that she didn't trust that geo was giving the full truth about being on the bottom that she would do it to try to block him from getting it mm -hmm. so i feel like as a defensive maneuver she was right in doing it because she has that that safety of that idol if she needs to play it um geo yes of course needed to do it because as we know people were thinking of putting him anyway um just from being in the audience perspective um he doesn't know that first per se but it was the right move by accident i don't think jesse needed to do it no uh what's going to be wild and i i guess maybe they kind of do this um for this reason but there's two people without a vote at the merge is it that there are two people without a is vote there, at the merge, or is there it next that there? I thought that they the, it said um, next tribal. Okay, I believe you. We'll see. So however, let's just yeah. However, go. <laughs> uh, let's see how this plays out. Jesse will fall out of the boat and say he won't be dishonest and plans to share that he took the risk. He opens it up, shares he lost the uh, vote, a swing and a miss, no vote next tribal. Um, Janine, she will open it on her own first and discovers that even with her new idol, she risked and lost. No vote to the next tribal. And she will tell the rest of her tribe she risked it and reopens it with them and shows them that she has lost. Um, I feel like this is going to be her fatal flaw. Um, if this is why she goes down, this will be the reason why. And Sammy finds it a funky way to play because he senses that she is playing the game harder than anyone else, which is why this could be her fatal flaw. If two lose, that means third has it, but we'll, we're going, we'll talk about him in full in a moment. Let's discuss the post-challenge Coco's try. At camp, Ryan will apologize for being so close, yet so far. Cassidy will say it was a team effort, but Ryan looks so upset, but he was actually happy. He thinks numbers are great, but he wants Cassidy out, so much so that when James asks him who he's going to tell Cassidy to vote for, he will suggest himself. 
Now, I know this is not Big Brother, but you never, ever offer yourself as a pawn. He will say he's good at acting and thinks Cassidy thinks telling Cassidy it's him. She'll be comfortable and won't play her shot in the guard. One, um, you're an actor. Was that good acting? No. <laughs> Two, um, is there the shot in the dark? Jeff has not confirmed it on screen. Are they assuming it's there or has he told them in a separate moment that has not made it to air? I thought he told them in the first, like when they first arrived on the mats. Did he? Because I don't remember episode, it. I thought he mentioned that the shot in the dark would be there again, but I nobody. Hate that twist so much. Nobody's like, it's not been present when they go to vote. Right. So That's I why I don't how... think it's there. I don't think it's there. I don't know. Um, Ryan thinks Cassidy is caught in their web with no ways to escape with spiders ready to eat her. So James is going to head over to Cassidy and tell her that Ryan is about to tell her to tell her to vote him off. And she's like, huh? What? Why would he do this? And he's going to tell her that he's comfortable. James will tell her that they have three votes to put on Geo as he is the most comfortable. And Cassidy's like, well, okay, wait, wait. Gia might get the advantage, so um, why not James? And, and and if that freaks you out, like we could do Ryan. Like I mean, come on, Ryan, what about? And this causes James to be like, oh, "Wait, Cassidy is enter paranoia zone." Um, and then she's gonna ask if they can even trust Carla. He's like a hundred percent, and it's like we were watching last week all over again. Yeah, the, the similarities and like kudos to the editing department for literally like putting the two back to back moments like and Carla Cass- just being like, wow, there we are we two days ago again. Yeah, Cassie wants to target Ryan and she will be safe because she feels Jill wouldn't use any advantage on Ryan as he doesn't worry about who will be voted out. We are now going to watch Ryan and his frustration be taken out on a tree. So Cassidy visits him. He tells her that he thinks everyone's being nice and he's worried as there is a change. And Cassidy is already seeing his acting skills. And Ryan just can't sense that Cassidy knows and will literally say that he would rather her vote him and not be on the wrong side of the vote so she has a chance to go further. Why would you say that to someone that you've never had an alliance with? Right. That you have had no screen time whatsoever having a conversation with to then basically like if if you're worried about her possibility of going you never say yourself you say anyone else yeah like just to get the the vote off of you like, i mean if, if he said geo i think right. it's more plausible right it, it made no sense now cassidy is going to relay this conversation to carla and say that ryan is full of bullshit saying he felt the energy change so she's going to ask carla if they could switch to ryan and she's not opposed um so now we're going from decoy to actual vote james will visit ryan in his tree and ryan tells him to stop with the niceness because he made cassidy think they have a certain energy toward him so this is why stupid complicated plans are exactly that stupid yeah this was this was a very this just goes to show that he does not have the the winning nope like plot line to get to the end like there's there's no winner edit going on for him well ryan thinks this will play out and it's going to add to his survivor resume and i think he's just trying to get on days of our lives that's like still on the air right (laughs) i think it is you know they would cast him too hot hunky man they would do it 
Jill arrives back thinking it was easy peasy as they will all be voting Cassidy. And he doesn't want Cassidy to know he risks his vote. So he will share a half truth of the journey. He shares that the other two wanted to risk their vote. So he played it safe. His plan is, though, to show his alliance what he has. And he is so dumb to know his alliance is not his alliance. Carla is first with him and Gio is so excited to share. He really thinks he can trust her. So he opens it up and he has the knowledge is power advantage. We have seen this advantage before where you may ask one player if they have an advantage or if they have an idol. If they do have it on their person, they must give it to the holder of the knowledge is power advantage. Interesting that this is what the final one is, but I guess we're getting into um, the merge. So it has to be the one right before the merge. But Carla watching Gio reading this was hilarious because we know she is going to use his knowledge of power as her knowledge of power. Right. And like... Now, this this was kept in specifically to justify why the vote ended up mm-hmm, being Geo, mm-hmm. because of the fact that with her like little take to the camera being like, well, what if he decides to use this on me? Right. Like we, I don't think we've been shown that he may or may not know that Carla has anything. No one knows. And I sure the hell hope that she asked him to hold on to it. Um, because I guess we'll find out next week. Otherwise, it's back Gone. in circulation. I don't know. No, you know this show wants this this power to be back in tribal council. So you know well, they want it. They want it to be played properly at least once. <laughs> I I have a gut feeling it's probably going to be somewhere hidden in the merge feast if if Carla does not have it. Though mm. I we have no reason to know that she doesn't. Um, knowing her social game, I could see her asking for it. I could see it. Potentially, and I'd love for her to have like even more tools at her disposal. Now, Carla will share her knowledge to James and Cassidy, and James, like Gio, is the person to vote out. Cassidy is not happy that her alliance is spooked and swayed away from Ryan, as she knows that she will be getting votes that on her anyway. But Carla and James are alone, and they note that she's turning into Lindsay number two. Should they put their votes on Cassidy because of her paranoia? It's the same situation, but James knows that keeping Gio and his advantage is also a dangerous game. We are at Tribal, and Jeff is already asking the heavy questions. Cassidy, can you feel the momentum? Can you feel it, or is it a state of mind? Well, she says that she can feel it and feels like they had good momentum coming into the game, but it's shifted, and it can shift back on a dime. Ryan's take on momentum is that it's a group effort. It's synergy, he says. A way to move together. This Tribal was so fascinating for Ryan. Um, there's just so many, like, there's just so many takeaways from this, like, that we learn Carla's the only one who knows what's going on in this game, as Ryan, far as the Coco tribe is going. Yeah, Ryan is proving that he's just a dumb jock. Yes. He will admit he quite literally dropped the ball. Um, Jeff asks if it is fair to put the blame on that person, and Ryan says if his name has to be out there, he is ready for it. As long as it keeps them strong. Cassidy is going to do this internal eye roll as she shuts her eyelids, trying not to laugh in his face because she's like, you're, you're digging your own grave here. She finds it interesting that someone is coming in being like, it's okay if it's me as it's not the game you typically see on Survivor. She respects it, but she would not do the same. Ryan feels he is staying true to himself and he was always a giver. Going out as a giver is okay which now confirms everyone if he were a gay, he would be a top. (laughs) 
friends, this is a gay podcast. You know this jokes are coming. Carla says that Ryan has made it easy, but an, as an easy vote doesn't complicate things, she can't imagine how Gio feels, so she's ready with the knives. Gio is reminded he was not there, so he's trying to catch up. He's feeling uneasy as he was not part of the conversation at camp. He wants to vote in the right direction because otherwise the votes may be on him and he's not trying to go home. This was Gio acting, right? I believe so, because he legitimately was throwing this around like that he could be voted out, but we've seen from every confessional that he was like, I'm in a good place. I'm running this tribe. I know what I'm doing, like blah, blah, blah. And so it felt very like, it felt very staged. It didn't feel like any of what he said he believed. James will share that Geo offered what happened on the journey because the best way is to keep the information flowing and it's important as they will be competing in a merge soon. Geo is using tribal to make sure he's okay by saying Jeff is scaring the crap out of him. Jeff is like, this is not new. You've watched Survivor before, you dumbass. But he says for him, it's critical to watch everyone's faces as they are talking and trust his gut and hope he is on the right side. You can't watch their faces if they're behind you. Right. Silly goose. Unless he has eyes in the back of his head. That'd be a twist. I mean, otherwise he'd just be... Exactly. Paranoia 101. Right. So is Gio telling the truth? Carla, what do you think? Well, she has the longest pregnant pause ever. I mean, like (laughs) the answer was right in the pregnant pause. Um, she eventually will catch herself and says that he could be telling the truth and he hopes that, and she hopes that anyone who would have gone on the journey to trust their alliances, that's how you survive. But if there was one mistake Carla has made so far, it was not answering the question fast enough. I feel like that was almost an editing moment where they extended that pause. Cause it I hope felt so. so long for, it like, was... for then her to go, Yes, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm paying attention. I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what will Ryan's story be if he's voted out? He put himself in the money position, but he cares more about keeping the people he cares about as unified as possible. Love the sentiment. It's partially honest, but also such a cute, adorable little puppy who is about to be fooled hardcore. That's so fun to watch as a viewer. Yeah. like so fun. The, the, the blindside moments that the players get are always so interesting to watch like yeah. and then when you're executing one it's also so good to watch <laughs> he says if they write his name down they will say what they like about him most to the camera which i hope happens in the next episode when he does get voted out uh, because i would love to see what they have to say um but ryan says kill him with kindness Cassie says if the vote goes her way, the tribe will be more unified as with each vote, you can trust your allies more each time and will strengthen her alliance going into the merge. Very telling. And I think that is going to be a very important fact going into our next episode. But we'll get there in a moment because it's time to vote. No idols, no advantages played. By a vote of three to two, Gio is voted out, which means Cassidy, Carla, James voting out Gio, Ryan and Gio voting for Cassidy. It was a blind side. Now, Mr. Twinkie Boots, was this the right move? Absolutely. I thought Gio should have gone before Lindsay. Um, Lindsay? Really? Yeah. Yes. Really? Okay. I really thought, I thought that until they started to show her unraveling moments, she was playing a very level okay. game. Yeah. And I, I thought that Gio had just been so frenetic the whole time. I personally think there are pros and cons to who could be voted out here, but 
I personally do not want to battle Ryan in an in individual challenge, but Geo is also a wild card. Either way, I think whoever stayed is going to flip on them at the merge. Oh, I fear for whoever Ryan gets paired up with because he is going to blow up their game. Yeah, I feel like he's also going to go with the mentality that he's always going to be the target. So he's going to go so hard on all of the challenges until he's eventually eliminated. Yeah. Um, let's talk about our burning questions. The first one, um, what is Geo's legacy? Uh, is it making gays look bad? I don't think that is the legacy. I think it's more <laughs> just uh, what he's going to be known for is just like his his optimistic um, naivety as far yeah. as what was actually happening around him. <laughs> I, I will say um, I'm glad we did get to learn about his backstory earlier on in the season um, because it is we, we are getting that stereotype now um, on Survivor the past three seasons of the, um, the Latina gay men um, who don't have the strongest family um, okay. survivor is a family so they're getting this um but so i'm glad to hear his story but um you, you thought romeo was bad this one was worse well at least we didn't get to hear constantly about the girls that he coaches and <laughs> how he would take this and learn from them and if you would like to learn about and uh, someone coaching girls go watch drag race philippines and listen to silhouette that's every fucking oh. episode oh um, my gosh mm-hmm. who's in danger girl um let's break this down because there's a lot of possibilities here I and mean, this is why i think the post-merge could be very exciting i mean the numbers are saw, essentially even we essentially and like it's a five four four split right now mm-hmm. and we saw in the preview that there are two colored mats out so that leads to believe that they're going to do the the same situation that they did for 41 and 42. It's, be, it's, it's some different twist. I know it's not exactly what they did last time. They uh, Jeff has already confirmed that, but I, you are right. I believe there is some sort of twist coming. Right. Like it's a merge per se, but it's also two new tribes mm-hmm. in my head. And then someone's going to exile or getting some kind of choice that they get to make. Let's not let's, necessarily the rewind choice, but like right. more. So it's going to depend on who ends up on which tribe now, and what the breakdowns are. Let, let, let's try to break down the moves for certain players. Obviously, Ryan is not going to be staying with Blue. There's no love loss left now. I could see him going macho, macho man, and he's going to align himself with um, Jesse and Cody. That is the obvious choice in the situation. I don't see Sammy being able to pull him in. I don't see Owen being able to pull him in. And Gabler, oh my God, I, that, that would be the most unlikely duo ever. So I think it's going to be blue merging with red that way. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with that yellow-red alliance we saw in that one challenge. Could right. that mean that um, Cassidy, Carla, and James are on the bottom if that is the way they play it out? I don't think that's, I don't think that's the the narrative that we're getting. Right. And then you have on yellow, you have this internal war of none of them trust each other. You have Owen in the middle. 
Um, so Owen can slide either Gabler and Sammy over to another alliance. He can go with Janine and Ellie and keep all, all five yellows strong. I think this is going to be one of those situations where everyone's out for themselves. I, in my head, feel like if it ends up being a split of somehow there's two, two, two on two separate tribes and one leftover yellow somewhere. Um, I could see Noel teaming up with Elian mm-hmm. and absolutely Antonine. Um, I could see Jesse also jumping in with Janine because he knows about him risking right. and her like, and knows that she risked and they're both still there, um, which will then very, very quickly flush out the fact that neither of them have a vote. So they'll have to scramble and pull in the people that they have, Correct. Um, which for Jesse is Cody and for, um, for Janine is Ellie. So I could see the, like that group of four, attempting to do something together ellie Mm -hmm. janine jesse and cody um personally i feel like the people i want to not be in jeopardy are carla janine and jesse those are my three that i'm like die hard hope they make it to the end and like Mm -hmm. get to get to pitch their cases because i feel like it would be the most even and like legitimate tribal council because the three of them in my eyes are playing the best at this moment in the game if we're looking at physical threats going into individual challenges i think cassidy's best move is to put the biggest target on top of james uh not james i mean uh, ryan put the biggest target on him make everyone say look at him you're not going to beat him let's all unite and vote him out that would be the smartest move for a first vote from there Right. No holds bar. See what happens. From there, um, have at it. But I'm I'm very excited by the potential of what could happen. I'm very nervous that a new twist will ruin it all. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of expecting this new twist to be a very similar, at like aesthetic or feel of the one yeah. from forty one forty two, but not the the rewind. Yeah, I feel like there are going to be two tribes that are going to be six and six, the winning tribe will be safe. The person voted out will be that, but it may end up being something like the one leftover person gets that sole vote kind of situation, which would be very interesting, especially if it's like, if that one person that left over with that, getting that sole vote was Janine or Jesse who don't have a vote. Yep. (laughs) All right. This brings us to the question we always ask after five episodes, the winner of the season is, as much as I want it to be Carla, I think it's Jesse. I can see it. I'm still going with Carla. I have to go Carla. I'm very, very impressed by the, her social game. She's not having the face of the season like Marianne did last season, but she is playing uh, uh, equally, if not better, social game than Marianne did. I am worried about her positioning now that this was a very big move to knock out Gio, and Ryan um, is not going to be happy um, because now he knows he can blow up their game. But I just see her and that idol. If if she if she sees anything on anybody's wrists, oh, she's, she's gonna, gonna know. know. 
she's going to know. And that's what's exciting here. If Janine um, or Cody wear it, oh boy, I can't wait to see what happens. Then also, doesn't she also have an extra vote still? I believe so. Like she's the person that has the most like yes. advantage. And again, as you alluded to earlier, everyone knowing who has these um, uh, hidden immunity idols that were these um, bracelets, it could blow up Carla's game, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, especially, I mean, because nobody knows from blue. That no one knows from blue. One. Everyone in yellow knows. And red, um, the a good chunk of them know. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait to see how this plays out. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be exciting. <laughs> Thank you, Boots. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? You can find me at Twinkie Boots, T-W-I-N-K-Y-B-O-O-T-S, on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, and then as far as plugging shows, we have a show with members only boy last tomorrow at come on everybody in Brooklyn at 8 PM with myself, um, Frankie, Eleanor, Foxy Bella freak, Tom Harlow from Scotland, Magnifique from Jersey city and Sake. And I will be hosting. What? Oh my God. That's exciting. That's a new twist. Um, also when I probably, if I ever do decide to write the, um, the, the brainchild that I came up with the other day, um, you will be one of the stars of my, uh, new gay horror slasher flip. It's called, <laughs> it's called die twink die. Great. I'm actually um, the killer. <laughs> I think that's why I was I'm leaning. The oldest living, uh, twink has to kill the other twinks to survive and steal their souls. And then in the sequel, Courtney act is the, the killer and she comes to kill me. well it is always a pleasure chatting with you thank you for being here thank you for having me big thanks to twinkie boots for coming on subscribe in your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there and don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod if you have any questions or comments drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link like listen love until next time i'm michael block and that was block talk 